Lines, baby. Good, good, good. Lori. Chris. How are you? Uh, good. I'm good. Okay, great. Let's start bigger. Lori, how are you? I'm so good. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I've gotten all my my uh, irrational rage out on you uh, when I said I thought you were wearing a bathrobe, but it's in fact a handsome flannel shirt so my apologies <laughs> actually what i wear for work so thank you i will not be self-conscious in any way that i'm showing up in a bathroom for my clients they'll love it yeah i see now, now i see the detailing the okay. telltale pocket with the telltale mm. button mm. sorry mm. all right i'll change later uh no it's great you look great you look professional and do i i think i look homey. farmy I think I look farmy. Well, I mean, are you going for that? Are you going for? And you don't look farmy. If you showed up, I think up, I'm going for comfort. If you showed up mm. with your glasses and mm. your hair and mm. your beard mm-hmm. and your business shirt under this the chambray shirt thing, that I got from Walmart, sure, keep going. Do you not think any farmer in your hometown will be like, "You get the fuck off my uh, property"? Here's what they'd say: They'd say you going to church. <laughs> because <laughs> the beard the beard could pull some weight a tiny mm, bit of weight mm-hmm. laurie chris we uh, watched a movie we watched a uh some would say delightful movie some would say uh, uh, and, and let's start <laughs> off with first impressions well I, first this, impressions what do you know about this film what did you know about it going in Going in, uh, all I knew it was that it was horror and comedy. I had okay, seen and... the trailer many months ago, and uh-huh. so I the line about uh, "Chef, is that bergamot I'm getting?" and then the chef rolling his eyes and going, "Yes, it is." Yes, yes that's yes, what yes. really that's what sold me on the film was that um, level of knowing satire mm-hmm. about uh, the worst people in the world, which are to say people who would spend $1,200 uh, per person on a tasting menu in an exclusive restaurant. No, interesting. We'll come back to that because yep. I'm not sure they're the worst. Uh, Lori, what movie are we talking about? We're talking about The Menu. The Menu, 2022's The Menu? Yep, yep. 2022's The Menu. I'm thinking it's Mark Mylod. Uh, who is Succession? Succession? Sure, sure. Mark Mylod. Oh, from Succession? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I knew that it was uh, the team that produces, executive produces, the Will Ferrell and Adam, Adam McKay, McKay. team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's also Mark Mylod. And I think once you, if you're a Succession fan... And yeah. you know that uh, either going in or afterward that you can see. I've already, last night I was like, okay, who's the Logan in this thing? Mm. And maybe this doesn't appeal to our listeners. Fuck off. But if you, yes. Sure. Uh, if you watch Succession, I could. there was a, almost a one-to-one, uh, not quite. Basically, not there's, quite. There's, yeah, a, yeah. there's a cousin Greg. There's an obvious cousin Greg. Lori, let's talk about what I knew about this film. Mm-hmm. 
nothing other than I was getting irritated by all food people going, it's so good. And I was just like, oh, fuck it. It's going to be one of those stupid movies where everybody's like, oh, the value of food and um, chefs and how you work so hard. And I thought it was going to be like a a sarcastic flip the table from Burnt. Hmm. I just want to say, you have Hmm. become one of those guys that reflexively hates things that other people like because they like them. I think I am. I think I'm... I think I've been disappointed by the food world. By the bear. Mm -hmm. When people are like, it's so good. Oh my God, it's the best thing ever. And I'm like, oh great, I'm so ready for it. I'm ready to be delighted. And then... You know, spoiler spoiler for the bear, the money's in the tomato cans, which is the most Chicago okay, theater so you hate, thing ever. Right. You hate the series based on the stupid ending. Doesn't matter I, that it was seven or eight episodes of really good television. There were really television. great moments. There were really it great moments totally in the bear. totally destroyed there were for you. really because... great moments in the bear. Yeah, you got to stick the landing. You totally have to stick the landing because you knew you knew what story you wanted to tell. Wasn't money, li- money in the tomato cans. It's that's what that's what the bear's about. That that's what that's the tagline is money oh in the tomato cans. God. I'm I'm being I'm sort of joking. I'm sort of joking. Wasn't it a thrilling? Doesn't everybody want a happy ending, lottery winning? Oh, they do want a happy ending, but it's not money in the tomato cans. Well, it was a very like stupid if you ending, went but... into a massage and said I would like a happy ending, they uh, would yeah. not they would not bring tomato cans out and no. say. I think you know what's in there. Unless I needed, you know, a couple million dollars tax free to pay off my business debts and keep my family business That's going, fair. then I'd be like, uh, take your hands off my body and uh, uh, get me a fucking can opener. True Deus Ex Machina, God is in the tomato cans. Yeah. God is in the sauce. God is a woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or I don't how know. have you been? How have you been? Uh, fine. Um, I am working on my book and it's due in 11 months and I'm already like, I'm not going to get it done. But I think I, <laughs> I think the scarier part is I am going to get it done and then it's going to have to be published and then that's going to be scary in its own way. And so when we can fully talk about it, you get to talk about what you're writing and, and yeah. what it's about. And yeah. uh, then we can do the pre-sales and, and, uh, and, and all that, the pre-orders, right? Yes, indeed. Which are so important. Folks, did you know now... Oh, God. I'm going to embody every author ever. Hey, everybody. If you could, here's the um, pre-order link. And what you may not know is pre-orders actually make a really big difference. They matter a lot. And that is where I'm going to need some help. Because, well, I'd love for you to buy the book. I'd love for you to buy the book now. Because what it tells the publishers and sellers is what kind of... um, anticipation and excitement and what what guaranteed sales are out there and when you think about bestsellers list that's how these things are determined right so if we could get those pre-sales up now it just mean the world to me and i offer this content to you for free here on twitter or on this podcast and would really appreciate you supporting me in all of my work how'd i do was that pretty good the way that you shit <laughs> on people who make <laughs> creative <living>. things <laughs> for a living is so consistently <laughs> hilarious. 
excellent and really showcases your moral superiority in all ways. Thank you. So, oh my God. Thank you so much. Congrats. I did it. Uh, you are, I did it. I almost called you by my son's name because that is, <laughs> that is the. And there it is. There's the tell. Yeah. There's the tell. I also just got a text from my son that, uh, devoid of context, that just said, uh, but his text break through my do not disturb. And it mm-hmm. just said, it looks like they're closing the gap. And I thought, oh, oh my God, is the gap in our neighborhood closing? Gap factory where I get all my discount garbage clothes? Uh, and then I opened the text and I realized he was talking about, uh, he went to the orthodontist yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> So don't worry, Jackson Heights, Queens, Gap Factory outlet with the worst Gap yeah, clothes in the system absolutely. is staying open. The ones without the shape. Yeah. Uh, all the worst colors and sizes and styles, they come yeah. to Queens to die. Uh, but the gap, gap between sack. my son's two front teeth, those are, that is closing up. Closed Hold for on. business. Congrats to your son. Congrats yeah. to his Gap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been great. Let's start. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's bring better energy. I'm saying that to me. I'm saying that to me. I'm saying that to me. You got somebody else you want to shit on while you collect your paycheck? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe it's my turn to shit on someone who works for a living. Here we go. We're going to pre-sell the hell out of your book. Fuck yeah. If I don't have the Times bestseller list on this book, I I will know that everything I have always suspected about myself is true, which is I'm only as good as the last dead or canceled celebrity that I have attached (laughs) myself to. (laughs) And don't worry, folks, this book will have both dead and canceled celebrities. Oh, great. Oh, good. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, all right, we're not using any of that. Let's... <laughs> Can't we though? I, I thought my my rant on you was fucking A plus material. I it was A plus material. We can just we can just tease it. We can just I can just leave that in, and people can just wonder what it is that I said to you that Beautiful. made you feel shame, or not shame, or pride. Probably honestly, pride. Uh, Come on, it's everybody's everybody's selling something. It's fine. True. Yeah, I, me, me, Mr. Guilty of not buying anybody's books. <laughs> I buy everybody's books that I'm friends with. Do I read them? Probably not. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. Do they give a shit? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, uh, well, we watched a film called The Menu. I've seen it three we watched times. The menu. Uh, I, yeah, you watched it a third time for me. Thanks so much. I went to the theater before, twice before Thanksgiving and saw it. First with Whoa. my friend Allison. Oh, she's a great. Friend of the pod. Uh, yep. she, it was her idea. And boy, was that a good time. Uh, because we were just, you know, we were so ready to be shocked and we were shocked. And then I took my dad and my teenage son to see it. And oh, nice. it was it was the only film showing in my hometown adjacent theater that made sense for all three of us and it also we also really liked it uh they they both really liked it a lot my son said what did that film mean afterward which is like all i ever want him to say uh cannot get him to uh read even a comic book (laughs) that does that's not for school cannot get i said oh there's a cover story in the new york times magazine this week on kendrick lamar one of your favorite artists he goes i don't want to read that He's like, sure. does not want to engage in anything that is not a TikTok. Uh, but he sat through this film, 
phone turned off and wanted to talk about it afterwards. So uh, teachers, show this film in your classrooms. All ages. <laughs> By all pre-K means. Pre-K to grad school. Oh my God. I would love to see like a Head Start class. Um <laughs> Really dig into this. Teachers yeah. get into it. So many lessons. I would love Sunday schools. <laughs> totally. Uh, right. Yeah. I would absolutely bring it in and say, what it, What do we think the menu means to mm-hmm. us? Body Culinary schools. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, I saw, Culinary um, schools for sure. I saw a, a photo of a, a cake yesterday that was just covered with the uh, body of Christ. Amen. The, uh, the host that you get at... Uh, you get it at Catholic Mass. I don't know if you yeah. get it at any other. Do you, did you get it in your church, or was it just a Catholic thing? Well, because I went to a whole bunch of evangelical slash Protestant slash yeah slash whatever churches. Mm-hmm. We we ranged from a cracker, mm-hmm. like a saltine. Um, no, a just a, a cra- Oh, can you imagine triscuits? Probably more accurate, honestly. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, no, just like a little. It's a little cracker without a lot of salt, and um, just uh, mushy. You know, just a tasteless cracker. But was it the wafer? Was it the like? No, okay. no, no, no. I know what you're talking about. The consecrated we, wafer. We got some wafers. I think when we ended up going to the Episcopal Church, I think they mm. gave us mm-hmm. wafers. Mm-hmm. I've had torn up French bread. Fuck off! Seriously, that sounds yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> like supermarket, supermarket Still. French bread. So yeah. no, I didn't. I didn't. I've never had a um, full Jesus. I've never mm. gone with the full Jesus wafer. Okay. Have you had a full Jesus wafer, bro? I. Went, grew up in the Catholic Church. I had the oh, yeah, Jesus wafer, wafer every time uh, sure. from age 8 till 18. And then I was like, peace out, bitches. Uh, but now still, when I go to a mass for a wedding or funeral or, you know, fun, uh, sure, I, I, fun. Still, I still get yeah. the wafer. Also, if you go to Mexico, there's all these candies that are made with the wafers. They're not um, consecrated. Sure. But uh, it's so the it's exact not full same Jesus. shit. It's not it's full like Jesus. Yeah. Half Jesus. Yeah. Half Jesus Dulce. Yes. It usually has like a goat milk caramel or something. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. It's, and like a little you know. crunch. Yeah. The thing is, though, it's a very, I mean, it's almost a papery wafer. So I feel like they could they could beef it up a little bit. Beef it up mm. for Jesus. Mm. Um, Beefy Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to, I just want to circle back to my idea that Beef the Jesus. Trisket is the most... Yeah accurate um depiction of the body of christ i'm sure that guy was so sinewy like he was not eating mm. you know uh refined sugars like right you so know? you think he's pretty ripped ripped shredded shredded like what a trisket nice does to your fine, roof fine. of your mouth that's right and to your colon if you're lucky yeah uh so Sorry, we got way the fuck out of. No, topic. I think we're we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about the menu. That's exactly right. Yeah, there's no it's exactly right. There's no overt cannibalism, but it is implied. In the oh, menu. it's totally implied. It's absolutely yeah. implied. All right, so we're gonna do lots of spoilers for the menu. If you haven't watched it, you should stop now and watch it. It's streaming on HBO Max, which is where I watched it. Um, welcome to the Warner Brothers family. So get mm-hmm. get in there watch it very very highly enjoyable for most people Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say i'm gonna say for most people who actually listen to this podcast i think you're gonna like it yeah i think you're gonna like it um i watched it with my wife at home over two nights 
And we loved it. We loved it. I think Karen's response was when we got to the end, she's like, how do you read that on the page and know that it's going to turn into something? She's producing uh, theater, uh, theater production right now. And I think she's really, you know, grappling with how do you turn the, turn something mm-hmm. into, mm-hmm. turn something from the page into, into life and, and, mm-hmm. and into an experience. Mm. It starts with a cigarette and um, we have the chess player player. Is that how she's, you know her best? Yeah, she's really good at chess. <laughs> and is Anya Taylor-Joy, am I saying her name right? You are saying her name right. Her male companion says, please don't smoke, it will kill your palate. All the foreshadowing, all mm. the English lit majors got so excited. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, foreshadowing, I'm ready. Uh, then they get on a boat, and we find out that well, all these people are coming, all these famous people are coming. Ooh, look at this person, look at that person. We had just watched uh, Glass Onion, so it kind of felt like, oh, the team assembles, yeah. right? So the murder mystery assembles. The haunted house, you are all going to the haunted house, and we'll find out what happens to us. What we find out is that it's 12.50 ahead to go have a dinner at... Where, what would you like in this place too, Lori? Uh, it's a mashup. Uh, so the place in the film is called Hawthorne. It's a mashup of Noma in Copenhagen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the recently closed, I forget the name, uh, place in Washington State that was on an island that was closed. Uh, oh, that yeah, had some bad shit going on with the... Yeah. Staff the, and whatnot. Um, yeah, the staff were being abused. Yeah. Uh, so it's that. Uh, I'm sure there are some, you know, there are other. Those are the two that leap out immediately. Um, you know, there's there's some French laundry for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. French laundry references in there. So I'd say, you know, any of these these big event type world's 50 best uh, we are extremely special and, uh, you know, separated from the rest of the world. It's very expensive and, and uh, you're lucky to be here kind of restaurants. Yep, for sure. Except Margot, who's Anya Taylor-Joy, Margot's, uh, says this feels like prom. <laughs> so that's our first cue that she's like not, not on board with this. Yeah. Lori, you want to talk about the food at all? Do you want to be accountable for the food chat? Um, you don't sure. have to be. Yeah, you know, I... I watched, uh, I watched the, there's a little feature that's maybe kind of a, um, a I don't know, a, a longer form trailer that was also on HBO oh, yeah. last night that's supposed to, I guess it was supposed to function as a long trailer. Uh, and they interviewed Dominique Crenn, the San Francisco area yeah, sure. chef who was the chef consultant. Uh, you know, the, the, and also they had um, the dude who made Chef's Table. Uh, was the oh, wow. second unit uh, film, uh, the AC. So he was responsible for all of this. It's very accurate food porn. If you yes. look, it looks like, you know, the food shots, the long food beauty shots look like you're watching Chef's Table. Uh, and it turns out like they really put a lot of effort into actually making the food. Um, and I think it really pays off. It really, you know, it adds a level of believability to the whole thing. Um, yeah. And, and it, you know, an absurdity. I mean, it's like there's a uh, there's a course called Bread Without Bread. So they actually bake all this beautiful bread and then don't serve it to the customers. Yeah. And it's like a conceptual thing. And they just serve all the stuff that you might put on bread. Uh, there's a there's something called charred lace, which I don't know. Maybe that's like seaweed or something. There's a lot of little... Uh, you know, globules. Uh, there's a there's another one called I think it's called the ocean or or it's called like 
the island or something, and it's a bunch of rocks straight off the uh, the Noma menu. It's a bunch of sea rocks yeah. and some plants and seafood, and it's just you know it's like okay, fuck you. Fuck now yeah. I had just over um, I I had, I had just recently cleaned out a fish tank that my son. <laughs> <laughs> had, uh, had and and another fish tank that my daughter had and we the the we said goodbye to those fish and mm. they're in a wonderful place um in fish heaven i don't even know where i don't know where fish go uh but body of christ and blessings to them bergen county sewer system sure sure i took them up to bergen county i drove the hour and a half to bergen <laughs> dropped them off and flushed them but that's what you do for fish that you love. And mm-hmm. I was cleaning out their tanks, and there's the both both of the tanks had these fake coral, you know, shells type things. And I was so reminded of the very stinky fish tanks that I had just cleaned mm-hmm. as they were creating the ocean monstrosity. Mm. Uh, any anything else on food that you want to touch upon? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, this, should we just spoil like the, the, the dessert course? Let's hold on for dessert. Okay. Let's hold on for All dessert. Right. The dessert so, course is yeah, yeah. really something special, but, uh, it's really special. yeah, the, you know, it's, um, it, the, the food is very, very much like what you would see. I would say, well, I, I would say what you would see at Noma or at French Laundry or at any one of these places. It's beautiful. It's been fucking manipulated within an inch of its life. You know, there's yeah. been like hands and tweezers and pipettes and tweezers. shit all over oh, it. All the tweezers. You know, it's ice, not ice cold, but it's room temperature at best. Uh, you know, it, it reminded me of, of the, the sort of distinct lack of pleasure that one feels. Uh, I say as somebody who has experienced, you know, some of these tasting menu places and used to get really excited about it. And now I'm super jaded also have you know sometimes spent my own money often not spent my own money to sure. be at these places so i suppose i'm uh, an asshole for shitting on them but uh yeah i don't know it feels it feels like i would rather be murdered than have another uh course in this well meal Lori, just left. hold on okay. hold on just a second because okay. you right. can have your dreams come true in true. this movie yeah they continue to yeah. walk onto the property onto the island where the restaurant is and they go into the smokehouse and I do want to just shout out Elsa, the character of Elsa. Mm. And I believe her name is Hong Chow. Yep. Uh, and uh, an incredible performance, just my favorite other than Judith light, who we'll get to in a little bit. My, my favorite performance in the entire movie, just spectacular. Uh, Elsa is taking the guests through and guiding them through. Is she the maitre d'? Is that what we're going to call her? She's the maitre d'. Yeah, that was that was uh, what they called her in this little featurette about the film. I mean, she kind of is doing everything. She's doing a lot. Uh, but- she's doing everything. I bet she had, has some tell-all books to write if only she were to survive. Uh, they get to the smokehouse and you see the meat hanging and she talks about the aging that happens. <laughs> and she says, please do not touch our proteins. They are immature. And that's where I lost it and knew that I was going to love this movie completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, I think when she when they approach the smokehouse and she says, our smokehouse is in the Norwegian tradition. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. The, the they really did such a good job at capturing the uh, the self-importance of the greeting at these places um, and the sort of like terrifying anticipation. Even if you just are going to regular old Noma for dinner, 
you are made to wait in a greenhouse. You're with all the other diners. They really do, you know, they, you, you do walk through the fucking wildflowers or really? whatever. And again, like, I was a guest. I should not be speaking about it with such disrespect. But like, oh God, just give me a fucking cheeseburger. Um, well, that's, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler, Margo, spoiler. That's where we're going. I there's this hatred, of, there's this punishment of experience. I should say mm-hmm. that that um, that Hawthorne, the staff of Hawthorne, are putting on. Of you, we it's it's militaristic. You should be liking it and respecting it please know that we are punishing you for being here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are punishing you for having an experience where you have to also be educated. Yeah. It is uh, without joy. Uh, oh, also another place I think that they're definitely referencing is 11 Madison Park where... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they are doing now. I don't care. When I went there five, six years ago, the the level of exposition, the fucking storytelling, the self congratulatory description of everything that was going on was like, you should be paying me (laughs) for listening to your, (laughs) this is so boring. I hate you so much. (laughs) The bag of granola at the end of the night will never make up for the time of my life that you have wasted with this nonsense. And yet you paid or were somebody paid or somebody paid. And it may have been the staff that paid. Lori, who do you, which character do you think you are? Great question. Well, this is, this ties into a question I was asking myself last night, which is who's the worst? Who do I hate the most? And I kind of paged through all of them. And I was like, oh, they're pretty terrible too. Yeah. Uh, You know, I, I, Probably the the assistant to the uh, the washed up actor. Uh, I don't remember what the actor yeah. what the actress's name is, but she's playing the assistant who's on her way out. Uh, she's been assisting uh, John Leguizamo's um, sort of buffoonish washed up action uh, actor character. Uh, maybe maybe, but I did have student loan debt, uh, so I don't know. So it's not, yeah, uh, maybe I know her. what you're saying, though. But they're all terrible. I mean, she was like the least odious. I mean, she wasn't great either, but she she was I I she was not the worst person in the room. Uh, I don't I don't I would never flatter myself and say, oh, I'm definitely Margot Anya Taylor Joy's character. I think uh, you're kind of you're kind of the Margot. You're kind of the Margot. I think you can say that. I think you could. I think you can. Lori, which character do you think I am? <laughs> oh God. Same. Well, you look just like the uh, the the magazine editor. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who adds, has the, one of the best lines when uh, he's they're given the chance to escape and he runs yeah. away and he goes, "You know I'm terrible. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know I'm an awful person," <laughs> and just runs away. My favorite line when he's talking to Janet McTeer's character Lillian, who's the who's. The critic for Sever, I'm like, okay, Sever, the coupon circular? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Sever, they uh, uh, will will show you 15 things you can do to save your teeth from falling out right beside <laughs> a, a, uh, a recipe for the most authentic risotto you ever could make. Yeah. Um, Sever, once great, now decimated oh, by phenomenal. the fall of the... 
you know, whole print publishing industry. Once a wonderful magazine. Never known for its criticism, however. I have to say, like, that was a weird misstep. And it's, I don't know what the thinking was, but it's it's like. I think it's just safe. Of all magazines, to, to, to pretend that Sever can make or break anything. Is, was yeah, a little I, weird, but fine. I didn't. I didn't catch up on it, I, mm. or I didn't catch that it was Sever. But again, wh- wh- which uh, which magazine is actually making anyone these days? Yeah, no. Oh, that was a sick burn. Um, that's not true. Lots of lots of chefs are benefiting from magazines, but I don't think careers are being made. Yeah. No, well, I don't know. Food are and they? wine, best new chef. Uh, that's arguably the the most uh, needle moving yeah. uh, list. I don't know okay. es- Esquire. I mean, they're all still doing it, but I don't know. They're doing them, yeah. And, and I'm friends sure of the if, pod are, are writing them. Yeah, and I'm sure that if the that spotlight shines on you and your restaurant and your business and your yeah, your colleagues, it's great. But it's not. I don't know that the American public is out there going. Ooh, but maybe some of them are. I don't know. I don't know how anything works anymore or what people All right. Do. Young people, let us know. How does it work now? Uh, and you can email us at carbfacepod at gmail.com. Let us know. How does it work? How does it work? And that can be in response to anything. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Sure. Just let us know. How does mm-hmm. it work? We want to know. Uh, I think his name is is Ted, mm-hmm. uh, played by Paul Adelstein, uh, is leaning over to Janet McTeer. And he says... As, as the camera passes by and they find out that things are becoming incredibly hostile. He says, uh, I think this is fine. Everything's going to be fine. She says, we're going to die tonight. And he said, oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we're going to die. Whatever she says goes. It's so funny. Yeah. I love him. I do. I do like to believe that I, I have a whole lot of Tyler in me. Uh, mm. of, I want the chef to like me. Mm-hmm. And I know how to do that technique. And oh, I bought that. I have that. I have I have that equipment at home. Oh, just the need to be loved and liked and just the desperateness. I really, mm. really love Tyler's character so mm. much. And mm. I and I like him so much because we're supposed to hate him. Yeah. But he's the but cousin Greg in, in all of this. He is the cousin Greg, but I do think again, he is the product of the the PR marketing machine of the food world of become obsessed with us become mm-hmm. um, on the inside no hear all the secrets that you need to know like he's selling he he's bought everything that food media and the food world is is trying to sell to people yeah um, he's bought it all and he's awful and I truly truly love him claps can you talk about the claps. Can you talk about cla- the clap? Uh, the claps, yeah. The, so the chef, uh, who we haven't even talked about yet, Rafe Fines, who um, uh, introduces every course. He he claps his hands once to get the attention of both uh, his staff in the open kitchen and the guests in the dining room. Uh, and it is increasingly terrifying every time he claps his hands. Um, a podcast that I like a lot called FOH Pod, which I've probably talked about yeah, here before, yeah, on their yeah. Patreon, which I support, um, they talked about the menu, and I listened to some of it yesterday. And um, what I learned from listening to that uh, in a in a tangent is that Willem Dafoe has a ten inch penis, um, yeah. and I. I didn't know that before. Maybe that's oh, common yeah. knowledge, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I had missed the Lars von Trier Antichrist uh, uh, yeah. discourse. Uh, so if you want to know more about that, 
You can head on over to FOH Pod or just Google, really. You can just Google Willem Dafoe 10-inch penis and it's all there. Um, I don't know what Rafe Fine's penis uh, length or girth is. Um, Let me look it up. You know, sure, you know. I assume if it's it's somewhere in the realm of the regular or he's not done nudity and it's not common knowledge. But maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know this guy's career or why uh, Rafe is... Ralph, uh, you'll be Rafe. happy to know in uh-huh. uh, top 50 celebrities who have massive penises, <laughs> uh, he is he is um, listed. So there you go. Congrats. Young people, tell us, how does it work? How does it work? <laughs> when you are compiling a list, when you're a journalist and your editor yeah. says, you know what, go out and find the girthiest, meatiest Hollywood hogs, 50 of them. Yeah, give me give you, me fifty big ones. How do you do that research? Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, he claps and then he uh, terrifyingly uh, describes each course, introduces himself. You know, I mean, there's no mystery around the fact that this guy is fucking terrifying, uh, and in that way, he is definitely modeled on um, famous terrifying figures like Thomas Keller and yeah. uh, Rene Redzepi. And, oh, for sure. Uh, whatever other, you know, guys uh, that do this for a living. Um, and in fact, there are a couple of, I mean, there's Easter eggs throughout this whole thing. Uh, one of the sous chefs is named Catherine Keller, of course, as a nod to Thomas Keller. The uh, the, the couple played by um, Judith Light and that guy who I guess is also a well-known actor whose name I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, their last name is Liebrandt, which I think is a shout out to the chef Paul Liebrandt. Oh, for sure. Uh, there's a lot of that uh, for those who are paying attention. Um, but yeah, Ray Fines, go please. Ray Fines. So so two things. Number one, Ray Fines looks better without a nose. I'm not sure and, what you mean by that. Okay, he plays Voldemort, and it was oh. just I haven't seen him in a while, mm-hmm. and I guess I would like him not to have a nose second thing i'm just flipping through the list of 50 big hogs and uh surprisingly number 26 dan rather i'll keep you updated if i find anything else interesting now i'm they're not showing up they're not showing his hog okay uh but i i think that's interesting all right let's let's oh sure willem dafoe number number 24 i don't know if these are ranked by size yeah weird i don't know if these are ranked by size but let's just say rather's rather's rather close Mm. to Mm -hmm. dafoe Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. Lori, yeah. everybody's going to die. Yeah, in one way Everybody's going to die. And, and they make that clear that everybody's going to die tonight. Everybody gets locked in. People try to escape. They can't. Lots of things happen. But let's just say it keeps escalating course by course by course with the big claps. People try to negotiate their way out of it. And only one of them succeeds, which we'll get to. Before we get to that, anything else you want to add about things that delighted you or things that you loved in the movie? Yeah, the the depiction of the sommelier was so spot on. He was just this <laughs> obsequious little fuck in a suit uh, pouring. You know, they serve the food and then he comes over and pours a glass and every... Every description is like so perfect. He's like, this is from our friends at Domaine Breton. It's always our friends. Yeah, yeah our friends. Uh, and then he describes, you know, one case, it's like not just a single vineyard, it's a single row of vines. And, 
you know, this, this one tastes like longing and regret. And it, I mean, it's so, <laughs> you know, wine speak and wine people are so easy to parody uh, and, and they do just enough. Uh, and this guy has the look, the fucking facial expressions, the hair, the suit, the fucking, everything about it is so great. And he, and that guy just is consistently, you just, he might be the worst. I mean, you really don't get very much of him in the film, but he might actually be the worst person in the film. Yeah. He is always smiling off to the left, Yeah, you know, or in in a corner. I really, really enjoyed him. Uh, there also at some point, you know, the critic, the played by, is it Lillian McTeer? Um, Janet Janet McTeer yep. right her yep. name is Lillian Bloom in that's that film right. also everybody in this film is British and no one uh, has a British accent not everyone <laughs> but like there's a I surprisingly uh, number surprisingly a lot of these actors are actually British uh, which I suppose is a Mar- Mark Mylod trademark yep. but um, she is one of the last people to truly be horrified as things escalate and escalate and you know there are like bloody deaths and suicides and things happening in front of her she continues to sort of laugh at it. She believes that this is all a performance stage just for her. Uh, she is. Uh, she might be the worst character in the film. I, I think um, she's the worst. She's, sure. uh, you know, she's so fucking above it and so unimpressed. And you know, the the chef starts talking and she goes, mm, "The curtain rises." <laughs> this, this endless obsession with snow. Like she's just a fucking cunt. Uh, and maybe the person that I most identify with. Yeah, uh, she's great. She is truly a monster. Um, so there's that. Also, in, in the beginning, back when when the maitre d' is taking them through the barracks, and she said, we wake up at 6 a.m. for five and a half hours of prep. We liquefy, we spherify, we gel. And someone goes, we gel? And she goes, we gel! We gel. <laughs> I wrote that down in all caps. So we good. gel. And I couldn't remember what it was for. So thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Sorry, I yelled at hey, you. Hey, number ears. two on the list is Orlando Bloom. Anything else okay. that you loved about the movie? Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, when the chef asks uh, the Judith Light and husband, You guys have been here 11 times. Most people are lucky to come in their lives once. Tell me the last thing you ate when you were here, and they can't either one of them think of accurately of what they might have eaten. And Judith Light goes, was it, was it the cod? And he goes, was it, it wasn't cod, cod you cod. donkey. <laughs> and somehow calling her donkey is so fucking funny and ridiculous. Like, what a weird, <laughs> so funny. obtuse uh, <sighs> insult that just lands so hard. I love it. Number 35, Steve McQueen. Um <laughs> I so Anya Taylor Joy. It's clear she's not supposed to be there. Her, yeah. Margot's not supposed to be there, and we find out that uh, they had a, that a Tyler had a worker. breakup. We also find out that Tyler knew. Tyler knew the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Ray Fine's chef character, I am going to. Everyone will die. Mm-hmm. Everyone will die. Yeah. Which is so great. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to die. Do you want to be a part of it? Yes, chef. Yeah. The whole, this whole yes, chef mentality uh, of taking orders and being dominated. It's just so very funny. Um, and Margot escapes. She yeah. escapes by saying, I don't like your food and I'm still hungry. Uh, she also sees part of his childhood and where he got to start, which was flipping hamburgers. And yeah. we don't have to go into all that, but she says, make me a cheeseburger. Yeah. Well, it's Emperor's New Clothes. Uh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But I think part of it is also Lori 
are the worst people the guests or the worst people? Well, the chef and the team. I mean, it's a draw. I mean, the woman, the woman uh, who who gets to stab him in the leg because he uh, because the chef she stabs the chef in the leg because he had hit on her and then treated her badly when she rejected him. It turns out it was her idea for everyone to die. <laughs> and she's really proud of it. It was my she's piss. She's so happy. Really proud of it. She's so happy. I mean, they um you want you want to talk about the final course. Anya Taylor Joy gets her gets her takeout bag, right? Mm-hmm. She can't eat it all. all. Also notice, did she really take a bite of that? She did not. I was yeah. I, last night I was like there is not a bit of food in her mouth, and that's fine. But um, oh, it's totally fine. One of the things that I hear actors talk about on podcasts is, as soon as you take a big bite, you learn not to take big bites because you're going to do that twenty times. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you don't have a spit bucket, then it's going to be tough go. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure they had to do quite a few takes. So no, no shade to her. She she may have gotten an onion. Uh, off the hamburger mm-hmm. and she says uh, my eyes were bigger than my stomach can I can I get this to go which is and hilarious because that actor has the largest eyes of any human I've ever yeah. seen in my life yeah 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 you're right so she gets it to go she gets a speedboat or the boat and 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 takes it back and in the meantime dessert is being prepared Lori <laughs> you want to talk about dessert uh, so it's life-size s'mores, uh, which the chef calls a fucking monstrosity of a dessert. He hates s'mores so much. Oh, it's everything <laughs> that we love about childhood. It's mom and dad and the campfire and, oh, it's so cozy. I fucking hate it. Um, and he's not wrong. Uh, it is a delicious dessert. I love it. Uh, but it is also trash. Uh, uh, unethically sourced chocolate. Yes. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. He some, really goes, he really digs in. Yeah. Uh, so they've, it's so fucking funny. They make these, uh, sh- sort of shawls out of ma- uh, marshmallows that go oh, over every so guest's shoulders and, uh, hats made of chocolate, like a, like a Moroccan sort of fez, a hat yeah. that goes right over their yeah. heads. Uh, and they do this thing, which is straight out of Alinea, um, where the uh, this really happens at Alinea, and honestly, oh god, I would hate it so much if I had to be there for that. Sure. Where the uh, where Grant himself sometimes, but also his cooks come out with buckets of different I don't know sweet things, and they pour it on your table. It's chocolate, and it liquefies, and you it's a whole painting with oh, sweets. Oh, it sounds like a butterboard. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and. Uh, and, and so you realize what's going to happen is the, the pe- people themselves are going to be s'mores. They are yeah. going to light the entire restaurant on fire. Um, the purifying flame that uh, redeems us all. Uh, and so the cooks in the, in, the, um, in the kitchen, they turn all the gas burners all the way up. There's fire everywhere. And the whole thing goes up in fucking flames. And, and they go willingly. Yeah. Everybody goes willingly, kind of resigned to their fate. Yeah. The staff is all in on it. And by the end, the, the uh, um, patrons are also, at least a couple of them are, yes, chefing it mm-hmm. uh, and asking for it. Um, I love it. I love how absurd it gets and ridiculous it gets. Absolutely loved it. And then we have Margot uh, eating the hamburger on top of the boat safely across shore she sees everything blows up and she wipes her mouth with the menu mm. scene mm. <laughs> and yeah that's it's great uh... loved it loved it how absurd it got love 
love, love, love. I think one of the criticisms that I've seen of it is that, you know, at the end, it why did they consent? And I, I it, because it's a fucking movie. <laughs> why did right. they consent to be burned? Because... Because they did, and that that is part of the performance and is part of the story. And mm-hmm. stop it! Like not every, not everything has to be. Uh, not everything has to be real. Just yeah. go with it. Just go with the story. Let them blow up. Yeah. It was wonderful. Not everything I did has like, to have a happy ending with uh, cash in the can. Cash not, in the can. not everybody is going to have cash in 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 the tomatoes. Lori, I love this movie. It was your recommendation that we watch it. I am so glad we watched it. I'm so glad you said it was good. Let's watch this because it was so good. It was so very good. Great. I'm so thrilled. Did you notice the sous vide machine in the background? A little nod to Burnt. Oh, it was oh, it was no. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think no, but it was right there, very prominent. Burn, it screamed but... sous vide on the side. Yeah. I bet it was. I bet it was. They 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 also thought the sous vide part was stupid. Number thirty-seven, Huey Lewis. Interesting. Number thirty-seven, <laughs> Huey wow. Lewis. Um, we do it out of wire wire whips normally. Five wire whips being the highest. Do we want to do it something different? Maybe related to this film. Uh shotguns in the mouth there are <laughs> i don't know if we should move this to the front there are there are two suicides in this film there's some suicides BT yeah yeah death by suicide. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah death by suicide yep. yeah yep 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 uh no let's not do guns in the mouth that is too dark um okay uh, let's do wire whips i'm sure there, there okay. are you know, five wire whips. wire whips in that kitchen number 45 jason siegel all right so how many wire whips would you give that I would give it, I'd give it a four and a half. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. I'd, very small quibbles, uh, keeping it from being five. But uh, yeah, no, you know, I'll give it five. I'll give it five. I was, I, it, it filled me with delight. It gave me things to think about, laugh about. I loved it. Five wire whips. Speaking of five, number 50 is Leonardo DiCaprio. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. And Lori, oh, did you, you didn't like that? I, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, fuck that guy, basically. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is your giant hog maybe wasted when you when you will only have sex with women who are younger than 26? Probably. Maybe, maybe. It's too much, too much meat. Idris Elba, number 49. Hmm. All right. Uh, I Five wire whips. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Loved it. We finished the movie. Looked at my wife, said, I loved it. Loved it. Five. Five. Wire. Whips. Fantastic movie. We don't know where we're going to watch next. Yeah. We'll let you know, folks. Readers, you got any ideas? Readers, let us know how it works. Don't say Sausage Party. No. Yeah, we're not doing Sausage Party. We're not watching James Franco. Yeah. No, thank you. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck Uh, that guy. But you know what? hmm. Uh, Judith Light, fantastic. Sure. Super important. Janet McTeer. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Holt. Wonderful. Hung Chow. Nominate her. Nominate her. She's phenomenal. Yeah. Loved her. Ray Fiennes. Feel, think about losing the nose. Yeah, sure. Anything else? When he said Taco Tuesday and could have sort of oh, shook so his good, head back and forth. It? That was honestly the scariest part of the film. Oh, Taco uh, Tuesday. And his mother. His mother in the corner. Yeah. Oh, so good. Hey... <laughs> No, too, too, too grim, too grim. Um, moving on. 
Um, I was going to make a funny joke about my mom. Do it. We can cut it. No. Okay. All right. I'm not. Uh, I don't need that. I don't need that even being recorded. Lori, I loved it. I only want good things for you. I only want good things for our listeners. Uh, same, 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 same. Um, readers, let us know how it works. <laughs> all let of us it. know how it works. Readers, let us know. Yeah. Oh, I've got a good story. Um, okay. Take <laughs> us home. It's short. Wait, it's short. can I just say, yes. as you say that, Joe Manganiello, number 47. Okay. Are we okay with that? I think so. You know, I never once thought about that guy's penis or any other part of him. Have you thought about anybody's penis? Uh, sure, but that's very private. Uh, okay. I have a good story. It's okay. brief. It's related to nothing except maybe in some way it's related to the menu. So the other day, it was kind of warm in my apartment. I opened all the windows. I hear sort of an unusual noise. I'm on the fourth floor of my building. I hear what seems like an unusual amount of noise out the kitchen window. I look out the window across the air shaft. Uh, the next building over, there is a hawk, a, a, a real live hawk, a bird uh, of prey, uh, perched on my neighbor's air conditioner. And I can see that it's kind of hunched over something. And I was like, what does that hawk have? What the hawk had was a pigeon yeah. clutched in its talons yeah. and it was pecking it. And either it was dead or it was almost dead. There were feathers yeah. flying. It was so raw i was like this is amazing this is how i'm going to spend my afternoon watching this disgusting uh thing happen and then the fucking neighbor whose apartment it was didn't want that for some reason she didn't want that happening right outside her window and she shooed the hawk away and he took a couple minutes to look at her like are you next bitch uh he decided against entering her home uh (laughs) picked up the pigeon and flew away and I, can I just tell you, I had never felt so alive. Like I yeah. was like, I'm, I am, I feel like this is a good omen for 2023. Yeah. One animal killing another in New York City, in my apartment where you look out the window and you cannot see a tree for the life of you. Mm. There is no nature to be found except this hawk destroying and eating this pigeon. Do so you think exciting. that's our theme for 2023? Yeah. Birds of prey. Fucking Birds of prey kill that pigeon. <laughs> yeah. And I don't dislike pigeons, but I was like, no, 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 no. Do a squirrel next. Do a rat. Yeah. We, a couple years ago, I saw a hawk, uh, just rip apart a bunny <laughs> on top of the neighbor's playset. <laughs> but it was like just entrails everywhere. Yes. And so it was like, it was ribbons. It oh was, I took pictures. I took pictures. It was just ribbons of entrails. It was beautiful. And that, and beautiful. then just left all the goo on the neighbor's playset. No, it ate them all. Well, oh. sure. There, I mean, there's. There's entrail goo for sure. Good. Sure. But the, kid, the kids don't play up there. It's fine. Yeah, it's it was great. on the roof. Yeah. It's fine. They don't go up there. All right. 2023 listeners and readers, let us know how it works. Mm-hmm. Anything at mm-hmm. carfacepod at gmail.com. And it can be anything. We want to know how it works. And, mm-hmm. and young people of all ages. So do let us know. Uh, Lori, I would like to invite you to my 50th birthday party. Will you come to my 50th birthday party? Sure. Great. Thanks. I turned 50 this year. So I think we're going to go to Dirt Candy. I know. Amazing. That means you're, you're 50 next year. Deal with it. It's so good. What's the alternative, Um, you know? I know. Tom Jones, 38. Um, so that's interesting. Inches. 38 (laughs) (laughs) centimeters. 
I don't I don't know if that translates. How big would all right? Uh, let us know how the metric system works. Twenty twenty three, uh, kill a pigeon. Yep. Is that it? Kill a pigeon? Are we going to stick with that? I think so. Or eat a know, pigeon. Or vermin of your choice. All right, but all right. So when we say pigeon, you just fill in with whatever. Yeah. All right. Say goodbye on this episode. We goodbye, gel. Lori. Goodbye. We gel. <laughs> we gel. We gel.